Hello, my name is Father Jacob, creator and founder of Region Catholic. Region Catholic is a platform used to teach the Catholic faith with the flavor of Northwest Indiana, also known as the Region. If you like this content, then like, comment, or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And better yet, share this, regioncatholic.com, with a friend. If you'd like to support us, you can go to our Patreon page, found at regioncatholic.com, where you can support us at three levels, get shoutouts on our podcasts, or get your hands on exclusive merchandise. Thank you for your support, enjoy the podcast, and God bless you. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, the Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word and answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus' homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. There was a sister who was inviting different people from her community the opportunity to feed the poor. So she would go from business to business to beg those business owners in her community to offer some of what they had and what they were selling in order to feed the poor. The sister was in charge of a newer community and wanted the opportunity to serve the poorest of the poor. It was to one of these shopkeepers which she begged and implored him for food to offer something for the poor, and he scowled at her and wanted to send her away. Then again, he implore, she implored him, please, what will you offer for the poor? And again, he wanted her to go away. It was like a pain in his side to have her there. Then the third time of her asking, the sister asking, the shopkeeper grew angry and spit into her face and said to her, that is what I have for you. Now be away from me. Oftentimes we desire to send away our problems, the things that we don't want to deal with, the people that we don't want to deal with, the pestering sins that we keep falling into that we don't want to deal with. It could be a family member we're tired of putting up with, someone that's homeless that pesters us, or one of our own deep-rooted sins, sins like lust, anger, and patience the kind of things that we keep turning to for a false sense of relief. In the gospel today, the disciples face one of these nagging problems, a pestering one, a problem that will not go away. It's the voice of a Gentile woman who cries out for her daughter to be healed. What's important for us in this story to realize, especially for those that would have read this story in its proper context or listened to it happen, firsthand, is that that woman is a Canaanite. The Canaanites practice truly awful and horrible things 
in their worship of false gods. They would literally sacrifice their children on altars to false gods. There are still monuments and mementos that still remain, archaeologically speaking, in the Holy Land, where these things would have happened. So when you think of the Canaanite woman, you can imagine why the disciples would have reacted the way they did. They really wanted to ignore her, and that was the proper place of the Canaanites, one who was a Gentile, one who was not a part of the chosen people. There's many different people in our society today that are forgotten. Those who are the immigrant, the refugee, those alone in nursing homes, the poor, those lives that have been lost to abortion, or even the reality of those parents who never will be because of their own failures and their own pursuits and pressures of abortion and they are in need of incredible healing and mercy in the face of losing and getting rid of their own child, their own flesh and blood. Oftentimes, too, it could be a sin that just keeps pestering us. It just pokes us in our side. Our own failures, our own sinfulness that we do not want to face, we don't want to address. The disciples, in this face of this pestering problem, asked Jesus to send her away. They want to send their problems away. But the woman rebuts. Jesus was first sent to the chosen people of Israel. But then there's a proper order to salvation history. Could you even begin to imagine for the Jews to think that salvation would go to the ends of the earth? Could it be such a reality? The Canaanite woman stands in the face of this plan of salvation history, that first salvation must be preached to the Jews, must be preached to the Jews, and then extend out to the ends of the earth, as we hear foretold in the stories and the prophets of the Old Testament. Yet the woman stands in this place, she begs for mercy, and Jesus affirms her own faithfulness. Much like last week when we heard of the story of the calming of the storm when the disciples fell down and worshipped, so too here the woman worships Jesus. She sees the power of his divinity and the favor that Jesus has with God. It's incredible authority that he carries in his own person. In our own society today, as I mentioned before, there are many that are forgotten. Many who are persecuted. And in the midst of all this division that you see today in our culture, you can rest assured that wherever there is division, wherever there is hatred, there is something that is contrary to God and something not of God. But yet whenever you see people united, people protecting each other, our humanity drawn together to be one with each other as a human family, that is something that is of God. And you know, it works that way too for our own challenges and our own sinfulness. Those sins that seek to disintegrate us, that we want to hide, that we want to be away from, that kind of nag in our side that we want to pass off, that we want to ignore. So in the midst of this question, we can ask ourselves, what do we hold back from God? Where do we section off a part of our lives to say to God, you know, God, you can have this portion of my heart, but not this, or I'm going to hold this back to myself. However, the woman today in the gospel shows us that when we cry out to the Lord for mercy, we bear everything and all that we have to him. 
and we can cry out to be healed or for those we love to be healed. And we can rest assured that surely God will answer our prayers in his own way, in his own time, with his own plan. But yet we can never be afraid to ask. This week, I think we're called to do many different things. Firstly, I think a good examination of conscience, something to look up online that can go question by question with our own conscience. We can ask ourselves, where can we let God in in a different place in our lives? Who is God placing in your life to offer you support, to offer you prayers in in your own sins that you want to get away from? And yet at the same time, where is God calling you to go out? to serve the lost, the forgotten, those who cry out for mercy and help. Where are those people in your life today? So as I mentioned at the beginning of my homily today, that sister that would beg from place to place to get food, and then that angry shopkeeper spit into her face. Wiping the spit off of her face, that sister looked up at the shopkeeper and said to him, that is what you have for me. But now what else will you have to give to the poor? In that moment, the shopkeeper felt overwhelmed with shame, with his own embarrassment of the way he had treated her. And he gave in. He gave some of his goods from his shop, from his store, freely to feed the poor. That sister would go on to become a canonized saint, to achieve the Nobel Prize, that she would then offer the prize-winning money for the poorest of the poor in Calcutta. It was St. Mother Teresa. St. Mother Teresa sought to serve the poorest of the poor that God placed before her, and in her public teaching, in her own public speaking, she implored all of those who were to listen that not everyone can come to Calcutta to give of them their entire life to serve the poor. But yet, in our own communities, in our own parishes, in our own families. Indeed, there is a Calcutta. There is someone somewhere to be served, someone somewhere that calls out for the Lord's mercy. And we can be the agent of God's mercy, of God's grace, of God's healing in someone's life. And so in all of these challenges, whether you seek to find your own Calcutta around you or you seek to rid yourself of a nagging sin, In all of these challenges, don't forget, God always invites us back, whether it's ourselves or whether it's those who have fallen away. And maybe if you have not been to the confessional in some time, maybe now could be the opportunity to encounter the Lord's healing mercy in the beautiful sacrament of confession. However, in all of it, don't be afraid. As the Lord calls out to us to find our own Calcutta, and that woman calls out to have mercy on her, Certainly, there is someone for us to serve, and God will certainly never lead us astray.